This week's podcast is brought to you by Brotherhood Cornhole. Do you love our country? Do you love our veterans, law enforcement, and first responders? Do you also love cornhole? Well, then Brotherhood Cornhole has got you covered. A veteran-owned company that brings your love for America and cornhole in one place. They've got cornhole bags, hoodies, tank tops, apparel, and much more. Proud of giving back to our great military personnel and 9-11 first responders, 10% of all sales go to Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Whether you just enjoy cornhole or love America or both, place an order today, www.brotherhoodcornhole.com and use discount code GUYSLIKESTUFF for 10% off your entire order. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Welcome to Guys Like Stuff. All right, welcome back to Guys Like Stuff podcast, episode number 18. We've actually been out for a minute, so happy to be back. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, today, I got Big John with me. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And Kyle Fisher. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Frank is actually coming home today, so but he missed our nice. recording by a little bit, so uh, I guess his body count got too high. He's home. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> welcome home, Frank. We'll see it's, you on the next episode. It's a PC world now. Yeah, yeah. Got to be careful. Be just killing all willy-nilly. <laughs> One is no big deal. Yeah. 35, they start to look. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got our gadget of the week, which isn't really a gadget this week. Um, so for uh, anyone listening out there, a couple of us do CrossFit. A few of us have CrossFitted through the time, through the years. So uh, as of recent, I have found a new bag that has been absolutely amazing. There's actually a company out there, and John, I sent it to you one time, remember, that they sell a bag that includes all this organization in it. Kong, right? Yeah, something I think something like Kong that. Something? Yeah, except they're $250 Yeah, they're for the super bag. expensive. Ouch. Which, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm the first one to be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but not for a bag. No, no. That's too much money for a bag. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't justify it, and that's rough when I can't justify it. <laughs> so this is a bag. It's on Amazon. It's called a KXKS, a Kicks Case. And it's actually advertised as a sneaker bag, but uh, what it is, it's got a big giant open pocket inside of the middle, and then it's got these three walls that you can place wherever you want, the kind of Velcro to the front and back. So you end up with four separate chambers in the main bag, and they're pretty big. So like in one of my chambers, I'm actually able to fit my lifters. In another one, it's got my belts and my massage gun in it. And the other one's got jump ropes. The other one's got like knee sleeves and extra change plates, things like that. Still has side pockets. Still has a pocket on the front of the bag. Still has pockets in the lid, basically, which that, which is big enough. I think in the lid, I have my gloves. I've got like uh, the hand, the Rip Fix hand lotion cream stuff. I've got, uh, what else do I have in there? The airway thing. I got a bunch of stuff in my bag. Like so much stuff fit into this bag. But what makes it really convenient. You got one of the airways? Uh, yeah, John got me one, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Rich Froning came out with uh, his own, and so John had to upgrade. Ah, uh, okay. You know, man crush. Yeah. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been looking at one of those. Um, we could talk about it later in yeah. essence, but yeah, it's it's, it's worth. I so far think it's worth it. Mm. Yeah. Anything those goats, you know, he's the rich froning. I follow whatever Fraser says. So. Yeah. The, so you're doing a lot of CBD uh, chocolate milk at night? No, because yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, I know, but that's I'm not into thing. sleeping yet. I'm in the workout tips right oh. now. I don't need the sleeping. Well, tips. Well, if you listen to his workout tips, he says the biggest one is sleep. Well, you know, mm. we pick and choose. Yeah. Mm. Join me in the that gym, Kyle. I'll show you. I, <laughs> I want to try it. When I get a chance, I will try it. Oh, yeah. The beam? Yeah. 
That's Beam, in case anyone's interested. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, you better check the link on our website. This case is actually super cool. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. Oh, you have one already? Yeah, it's in the car. I have oh, the, okay. uh, my outer skin is black camo, and then the, uh, the inner is red. Oh, nice. So, like you were just talking about this red one. It comes yeah. in a bunch of colors, by the way. Like the Page Ron has the black, black ones, cool. and it has like blue, pink, purple, red. There's an OD green one. And then they have another set of them um, that there's is purple. There's for Amina. Right here. This yeah, is, but she's into the yellow color right now. This oh. is another link they have that's uh, with that black cam on the outside, and apparently they're out of red ones. But oh man, uh, I know it's somewhere else. They've got a couple listings. Okay. So like, once you start looking for the KXKS uh, kit case, you'll find like a bunch of listings for it, and they're all they're all between like eighty and hundred bucks for the case, which is still a little high, but at least it's prime, and uh, it's oh oh no, that's the red one. That's the regular one. Um, a really good case, though. Now, like, I was really nervous at first when I got it because I was like, ah, eh, you know, sometimes these bags end up being real cheap or the Velcro walls that are on the inside, like, suck. They don't stick well enough, but... Does it keep its, like, frame yeah. well? No, okay. it's it's perfect. I'll show you. It's in my truck. I've had that same Under Armour bag for a long time. It's just like a time for an big thing of mush. Yeah. No, I have an Oakley <laughs> duffel bag that I was using before, but yeah. it would be like I'd throw my gloves in after a workout, and then a week later, like, oh, I need my gloves, and I'm digging through the bag trying to find my yeah, gloves. You pull everything out. Yeah, and I got yeah. tired of it. So this is literally just lift the lid, grab whatever I need. It's right on top. So perfect, nice. perfect little bag, perfect gadget. Definitely check it out. Get yourself one. John's looking for a yellow one. Yes. Because he's cause scared. He's yellow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Listen, we just finished the open. I get to talk a little shit. I did take the victory this year. Oh yeah. So. Well, to be fair, the another Sarah two K years dollar in a row. On the wall, to be fair, I wasn't going to go that hard, but yeah, it is two hey, years bro. in a row. Yeah. So Come another on, Sarah K dollar coming. You, yeah, you gave it oh, to me last night. Okay. Yep. We're ritual and everything. Nice. You're yep. kind of, you know, bow down to the man. He's got me for two years in a row in the running. So for those who who don't know out there, uh, John and I make what I call a gentleman's bet. And my version of a gentleman's bet is you bet one dollar. That's the. It's not a make or break. It's it's just you got to hand over that dollar at the end of the bet. And so uh, every year, John and I for go and we do the open together, and we see who wins the open, and whoever loses has to hand over a signed dollar. Yep. And then uh, being that I own a print shop, I make like a frame and a sign, and I put it in there, and you get to hang it on your wall. It's like a badge of honor. Yeah. So. I did win this year, so I did get to talk a little shit. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Comes out the win. But that's the beauty of the Open, man. Hey, it was proven that you're what you're doing for the past year, you're the better man than me this year. So Shit, I would only stay for the past three months. <laughs> I was being a slob for after I hurt my shoulder last year right after the Open. Uh, so I'm just glad to be back. You know, How's your little doing? friend doing? It's good. It's good. The shoulders, yeah. you know. <laughs> do you remember the other day? This is funny, actually, John. We were benching the other day, right? We yep. were doing the bench press, and every time I go to the bottom of the bench, I lift my head up yep. at the bottom. You're like, keep your head down. You're putting strain on your neck. And I was like, I don't know why I'm doing that. That's weird. Well, we went to do bench again the other night, whatever one of the reps were, and I immediately did the head thing again, and both Ashley and Andrew were like, what are you doing with your head? Like, stop. And I was like, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing either. So I left my head flat on the bench and pushed, and my shoulder lit up immediately. Ooh. Lifting my head takes the pain out of my shoulder. So that's the, why. That's, that's That habit form, because I must have subconsciously done that to take the pain out, because I can bench normal if I lift my head. If I keep my head down, my shoulder lights up on fire, and huh. it's like sh- uh, searing, shooting pain through my shoulder from benching. Then... Yeah, it's supposed to be mindful, but that that just now means that you're gonna eventually you're gonna you're creating compensating, right? So you're mm-hmm. gonna there's gonna be a compensating injury somewhere. You're gonna have to yep. be mindful of. Yeah, my toes are probably gonna fall off because that's how injuries work. You know, <laughs> if, you, if there's pain in your knee, it's not your knee. Your elbow hurts. That's, yeah. You hurt your elbow, and now you your knee's a, out of you whack. Have a tight elbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that old that old the hip bones connected to the whatever bone like that song from back in the day yeah yeah they forgot to tell you that that's the chain of pain too yeah no absolutely <laughs> i'm a believer of that no it's that's how it works i mean doc it, it i broke my finger on. oh you must have tripped <laughs> <laughs> must have been in your foot and now your finger's broken all right, so let's break into some of these fun topics. There are so many topics, guys. I've it just coming, a lot going coming on back. Right now. Yeah, the world is like I don't want to say it's on fire, but it's on fire. It's definitely on fire. We got uh, we got Russia stuff. We got China stuff. We got Biden stuff. We got LGBTQ plus X Y Z stuff. We got racist stuff. We got Disney stuff. Wuhan stuff. I don't even know where to begin. To be honest. Uh, what th- Disney stuff? Uh, this one, I just found this article. Disneyland has removed the phrase zippity doodah from the music in its park parades due to racial sensitivity concerned. What is racist about zippity doodah? I don't. The phrase was previously used in the music of the Disney Magic Happens parades before the COVID. Um, let's it was see. a whole parade, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Disney made the change due to the phrase's origin of the 1946 film Song of the South, long criticized for its idealistic portrayal of the post-war South and racial stereotypes. So because the phrase comes from a song that might have been racist uh, almost in 100 years ago. Yeah. No, in the 40s. Yeah, we're rounding up. That's, we're, we're almost, we can round up there. That's yeah. almost yeah. 100 years That's ago. That's almost 100 years. Uh, we, gotta, we can't say it anymore. I don't listen, guys. This, I'm I'm all for being sensitive to whatever. Too much for me. That's that's a stretch. That's yeah. a reach. <clears throat> that's a reach. That's a lot. That's a that's not even like oh that's the, a lot to even like have to be concerned about. Yeah, that's not even Disney's song. <laughs> they just got the phrase from a completely unrelated. So, like I I said the word what once. Do I have to figure out where the word what came from? And then yeah. you know, like I can't use it because a hundred years ago a racist said what like it's, what are you doing like. <laughs> It's Don't definitely it. that transition, right? We're just finding stuff to be offended by at this point. True. But what yeah. I mean about transition, it's I feel bad for my grandkids because the world that we're going to leave behind. It's not looking it's so fun. To, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> it's looking kind of shitty. And the sad part is that, yeah. like you mentioned, you know, the, the woke or the the people that are about their feelings and not facts. The victimhood mentality. That they is don't realize over. that. Yeah. Okay. The facts of the matter is you're going to get your you're gonna get your enjoyment out of life, but the kids that are coming behind you, they're not gonna have a good world because I don't know. I see the I see the pendulum swinging back a little bit, if you've noticed. Like uh Bill Maher has like almost turned conservative. Mm-hmm. He's holding okay. a lot of and he's not he's acknowledged that he's like, I sound like a conservative, but this is just how Piers Morgan Pierce Morgan, yeah, I've noticed that there's been a lot of like, a lot of shifting, kind of really? back to what would be a middle ground, which should okay, be that's a middle good. ground. Yeah, and that's where so, yeah. yeah, we as people yeah. in our country that say, hey, we love freedom and we respect each other, that's where we should live in, right? It's like, okay, I understand your feelings, you understand my feelings, got you. Here's the middle ground. Not your feelings don't matter right now because yeah. the song of a hundred years ago offends me. It's like. What? That just made no sense, right? Yeah, I wonder what the middle ground is with that, right? Because there is so much stuff that is rooted in the way the world used to work, which isn't ideal for, you know, how we live today, right? Yeah. But where's the middle ground in being not sensitive and being like, hey, uh, that was 100 years ago, get the fuck over it, 
versus. Okay, yeah, you yeah, that was we did some bad shit a little while ago. Like where where's the middle ground between the punishment and the cancel and like the reality it's of the learning. Of, the learning's the middle ground. Yeah. The history, when people want to ignore the history because they're sensitive to it or because it was mean or whatever you want to come up with, yeah. and you're trying to cancel it or get rid of it, it means you're not learning from it. Uh, hist- what is that? There's like a saying like that, right? Like history forgotten is uh, doomed to repeat itself. Yes. That's yeah, the, I've heard. It's not a that. saying. That, that's like what's happening. Yeah. But that's what that's the thing, though. Yeah. And so when you, like, by getting rid of all this stuff, people aren't out to learn. Like, oh, don't don't talk. I'll pick something like the Holocaust. Right? Like, let's not talk about the Holocaust. It didn't happen. It was like, no, we should talk about it so no one does it again. Yeah. We want to know how bad that was. You want to talk about that because it did happen. And then that way people know, like, here's an atrocity we don't want to do again and then move on. And yeah. instead of being like, no, don't talk about that because you're going to you're going to hurt some kid's ears or something. Uh, it's interesting, too, no. when you say when you when you think about it that way, because we're not punishing Germans anymore. No. Right. I think Are we still punishing them economically? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I don't either. Main, but. It's mainly because of that whole feeling aspect, right? It's, yeah. hey, I'm offended because, you know, we're talking about death and we're talking about killing all these people. Like, that was wrong. You're right. But talking about it is passing on that knowledge. Talking about it is making sure, like you said, it's people being aware of, like, look, that sounds very similar to what was happening. With, Whoa, that's like red flagged, right? Yeah. So I think it's just folks that they've hit the, we as a society have definitely hit the aspect of, because I'm offended, and I'm the first one to admit, that's why I say my grandkids, undirectly, which the woke culture will not acknowledge, indirectly by you saying being offended, that means in essence the troublesome parts that are going to happen in our grandkids' lives is because they're going to be this culture. So when something like a Holocaust happens, a hundred years from now, from my, when my grandkids are living and I'm not. Yeah. Thank you, culture, because not being talked about, not being taught, not being passed on, it's gonna get forgotten. It's yeah. Gonna, or manipulating how it's yeah. taught, right? True. Like, true. That's teaching it in a way that doesn't offend somebody. Yeah. Or victimizes one side today when it was done. You know what I mean? Yeah, people debate about whose fault. I, I know there's that, that old debate about like um, Civil War, North versus South. Yeah. Who was the Democrats? Who was the Republicans? Yeah. Back then, goes back and forth. Like, can we just agree that slavery was bad? And Can we just uh, leave it there? Like, hey, let's just not repeat slavery yeah. again. And yeah. they lost, and we moved on. Yeah. And everyone that was involved in that is dead now. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's just move on. You know? Yeah, that's, hey, that's bad. It was like, if they've it was passed on that South. hate, I mean, that's just part of, you know, so there's continuing. That's not good, but true. it's it's gotten less and less and it less is. and less over well, time. Well, you get that argument that comes from the side where they go like, "Oh, well, back then that was this political party that did that versus it's this political party." That has no relevance to today. No, whatsoever. it really doesn't. What's today's political party doing? If you're going to really choose a side, like yeah. who cares what they did a hundred years ago, two hundred yeah. years ago? Like that's great for them. What it's doing today is all that matters because that's what affects me today. Yeah, the Republican Party was founded to remove slavery right which is like everyone yeah democrats you were the ones right and it's like okay but what how is that affecting us today what are the republicans yeah. doing today what are the democrats doing today yeah exactly what do i have to worry about it for yeah who, it's gone we won we did they're a good, all we did a good stealing from us yeah <laughs> universally i think across the board if you are walking down the street and someone's like i believe we should bring slavery back pretty sure everyone's gonna jump that person it's pretty universally uh, yeah. accepted you, i saw well, something that that showed that uh, was talking about slavery and that was there's more people enslaved numbers wise yes. today around the world around the yes. world than there was 
back then. Yes, because no one talks about the ones that of what's going on today. Well, yeah. that but it's the twofold. The cobalt mines and all that. Correct, dude, but it's insanity. twofold, right? Yeah. I think we can agree on the science piece. Science, science evolves over the years. We didn't have the technology and social media we have now. So when we say that there's more slaveries now, that's what we know, right? Yeah. We we have to account. I guess that is a big difference, yeah, right? Correct. We got to account connectivity that. of the world yeah. compared to. We yeah. have to no, account that because we weren't. I'm not saying that there was a lot more back then. Yeah, I think there was just less people back then. That's and, what I'm saying, numbers wise. And that's what I was going to yeah, allude yeah. to. I yeah. hope we as we don't society, know the, we don't know the per capita. Yeah, yeah. yeah Percentage we, of the population was probably higher enslaved back then. Yeah. But and that's what I mean. I hope society understands that because you know there's gonna be someone. Oh, it's worse now because we got more slaves. Stop. <clears throat> there's really no true comparison because technology and social yeah. media wasn't out back that's then. That's the way the so, world worked for yeah. tens of thousands exactly. of years. It's up until so it was a couple hundred years ago. You know, you know, you know. And actually, what's terrible about that? I will say what someone should say is terrible about today is the fact that there are people in our country that are complaining about what happened in slavery a hundred years ago. They talk about reparations and things like that, and that's all they're focused on is what you know what happened to them, what happened to people back then. You are no better if that's what you're complaining about. In my opinion, this is in my opinion, you are no better if you aren't actively doing something to end the slavery in other parts of the world. You're actively trying to get reparations, something that happened to someone who's dead and gone and moving forward and complaining that this country is so bad while there are active countries in the world that have slavery still, but, that are still active slavery. If you're going to sit here and fight that we were so terrible because we had slavery, I don't know how many years ago that was now. I, I always forget if that's 100 years ago or whatever it was, but what are you doing about the slavery that's alive today? I would say that's the so that's the other side of the uh, victim and social right? justice. That's the you know how everything's compared to like a yin and yang type comparison. It sounds like we've acknowledged that we're in a point where it's like a victim mentality. Yeah, for oh, everything yeah. Right? like across the board. Correct. Who's the biggest victim? Where the other offended s- you said that? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the other the other side. Of I'm that, the victim now. The other side of that, which you hit up a good point, which I like to think it's you also got to be self accountable. Mm-hmm. We have hit a point where. That oh, I'm happen. not a victim, but I'm not self-accountable because I'm going to focus on the 100 years back. And I yeah. don't know. Yeah. The other side of the victim mentality is we hit an extreme of victim mentality, but we're also hitting an extreme of self-accountability. Yeah. Exactly not, even, what you said. Like, not even woke it, culture, but just like generationally. Yeah. Like kids now are just, man, I, I just, I'm scared for yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Even I'm, just the stories that I hear from young Marines and soldiers and stuff and some of the stuff that, like, at the lower level, the sergeants and stuff are dealing with. Yeah. These kids are crazy entitled. Very much so. Right? Very much like, so. And it's it, it sucks because technology has gotten better and life yeah. has gotten easier, right? And that whole mantra of the world's hard times. Connected. Hard times create strong men. Strong yep. men create yep. easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And the whole loop. And uh, Damn, like we have to it memorized. See it. Yeah, no, I, I, I talk about that all the time. I don't have it memorized. I have a memory. I read the. I read uh, one of the. There was a guy who wrote a book about it. I can't remember his name. He actually uh, died of cancer. I still have it on my audiobook, but I don't agree with a, a chunk of it. But some of it, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've left that time You're period. Not wrong. We've left that time period in the world where you can just think and uh, self accountable and think and do things for yourself. Like if you want to be a weirdo. 
by whatever definition you want to put that in, in the privacy of your home that doesn't affect other people, and you go ahead and do your thing, by all means, go for it. You're not hurting anybody. Do your thing. It's yeah. totally fine. Nowadays, though, people want to be the weirdo in public, and they want to force you to be a weirdo, and they want to force you to understand their weirdness, and if you don't yeah. agree with it, you're the problem. These right. fucking drag shows with babies? Yeah. What? Yeah. But it goes the other I way because as soon as you there's come some, out, there's some <clears throat> library in Texas yeah, that yeah. hosted a drag show. Yep. And a no, I think it was Canada. I can't remember. But either way, it was the they hosted they did a drag this. Show. Yeah, and these these dudes were full drag. Like I saw some of the videos. They're in thongs on chairs, stripping yeah. in front of children, babies, <clears throat> three year olds, five year olds. It's yeah. fucking crazy. But that's the issue. That and I. That, this is like a double sided argument, right? You know, yeah. I love to argue, yeah. and I'll be good at it. When you come out and you say, like, I'm a weirdo and you need to accept me for my weirdness and you need to agree with it or you're the problem. Well, I have just as much right to come out and say, no, you're the weirdo and I'm right and you need to accept what I'm saying. Yeah. And when the two sides are going head to head like that, yeah. there's, there's really not a winner. It's just who can cry louder. Yeah, and who can get more support? That's what's happening. Is, yeah. But it's like well, just go past, into your like, home and be your weirdo in your, own, in your own home and do your own thing and, like, let everyone else kind of – there is a middle ground. There's no, a middle ground of a functioning society. Biggest yes. victim, right? And then go do your thing. Like, I don't care what you do in your house. I, I feel like our generation fought for, you know, not not us specifically, obviously, uh, but fought for gay rights and gay marriage, yeah. right? That was big for us when yeah. we were younger, right, in our 20s and late teens, and, like, that was the big one. And I think, like, they've kept trying to, because they won, and they're like, okay, well, what's next? Right, and it yeah. has turned into, you know, the LG... Correct. It went to an extreme. LGBT, and then it went to the, and it, they just keep going, and they keep. It went to an extreme. And they keep yeah. fighting, and it's like, all right, well, now you're now you're getting into super fucking weird shit where you're exposing these children, and so uh, the rest of that story is some pastor went there uh, to protest, and they violently removed him, and uh, now they're trying to arrest him for misconduct and all kinds of stuff, and it was Canada. That's what it was because it was a Canadian cop. And it was, uh, I saw the video of him, you know, one of the reels and, you know, you know, in, you know yep. social media uh, was him going in there and being like, hey, you, this is disgusting. And they violently removed him. And then they called the cops. There's video of him being like literally thrown out by, I would assume some, you know, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into that. But someone threw him out. And then there was the second, the following video was him at his home. And there's a cop and he's like, hey, like you're going to be arrested. There's There will be a warrant out. And, uh, you know, so you can come with me now or you can come to the police station later or, you know, we can do this the hard way. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We got to uh, we got to eat some grub really quick. We didn't get to eat before this podcast, so we'll be right back uh, after some delicious food. Yes. All right. And we're back from our food break. We're all full. It was delicious. Yes. Uh, so in, a, in our time gone, sorry, we're going to squirrel here for those of you who just had a big time lapse in this podcast. But we just got into discussion of A.I., and schools and how kids are taught and I we got to just continue off of this. This is a deep discussion. Yeah, this is a good one. This is this is a topic that I enjoy because there's a lot of we, so for the, we'll catch everyone up here. Uh, what we started off with ChatGPT, it's it's booming in the world right now. Uh, recent news has come out that ChatGPT is biased. It has it does lean one direction politically in the way it answers. That's the way it was programmed. Yep. Um, there are people now who are coming out and saying that they're going to come out with AIs that are unbiased so that you can get unbiased factual answers instead of the bias, which is okay. I mean, <clears throat> as long as you're aware of the bias using stuff like that, ChatGPT, um, totally fine. 
And right now, where we come down to debate is uh, using ChatGPT in schools. That kids use it to uh, to write papers and do whatever they need to do. Uh, us as parents are using it to teach this crazy Common Core math. I'm ready to have that debate with anybody who wants to have it. Why Common Core is trash? Uh, I'll I'll throw my opinion. I out argued the world. it with ChatGPT. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I asked it. How to do Common Core? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and, and it said the same thing. That that's just the response is that. Um, it basically makes it overly complicated for the simple problems because when they get to the level where they're doing complicated problems, they already know how to do it. God, that's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> they, they already know how to break it down at that complicated level. Is that the definition of learning the cart before the horse? No. Uh, well, it's, filling the cart before you have a cart. It's the angle that you look at. To it. attach the I horse like to, it. I think, is, is the way. I'll start off with this. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. So no, but anyways, I am not a proponent of Common Core in no way, shape, or form. Yeah. But if that's the mentality, the only reason I can think that they're trying to stay relevant by making it that way, it's trying to rechange that second nature portion, right? Repetition. Repetition works, but I don't think it's worth it because at the end of the day, to your point, right? And I think that's what we're gonna walk, talk into. Technology is way more advanced where they don't need to learn that complex piece. They yes. can have other sources to get that. So, so when I when I was going to uh, college, yeah. right, uh, one of the engineers that I worked with was a physicist. Okay. Right? Math. Just, it's what he did. He yeah. fucking loved it. Right? Good and for him. Uh, I, I was asking him a question, and I was like, hey, this is where I'm at. And I was showing him on my whiteboard next to my desk at yep. work. And he was like, well, how'd you get there? And I was like, that's, that's where the teacher said to start from. And he's like, yeah, but how, did, how do you get that portion before that? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, well, and he erased the whiteboard. And like an hour and a half later, right, I'm taking notes on, on how to all do all this. Because I'm like, the teacher didn't go over any of this, right? So then I go to school and I go to talk to my teacher and I show him my math work. And he's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, uh, he's like, I didn't teach you this. And I was like, no, I have a friend at work that's a physicist. And he's like, are you going to be a physicist? And I was like, no. He's like, then you do not need to know how to do that. He's like, there are tools. There is no, you are wasting time. And I was like, fuck, okay. Like, that's a perfect example of that, right? Yeah. I don't need to know how to get those, those early levels. Yeah. All the tools are available. Yeah. And this was so my. Why waste my time? When, before we were on lunch, this was my debate on this one. Is uh, from back in the day when we were in grade school, a million years ago. Uh, <laughs> the joke was that you know you wanted to use a calculator. Having a calculator was kind of a privilege. And the teacher's famous quote was always, "There'll never be a point in time in your life where you're going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket." Or you so, have a calculator available yeah. to you at so all times. So you're going to need to know how to do this. Yeah. Well, joke's on them. I've got the most <laughs> advanced calculator known to man that walks around in my pocket. I've got yeah. more technology in my pocket than what it took to get us to land us on the moon. If you believe we went there. You have more technology <laughs> in your pocket than <laughs> that teacher had that. in her entire classroom. Yeah, exactly. Back then. It existed yeah. on planet Earth at that yeah. time, really. And so. And it's a six-year-old phone. But the uh, <laughs> but today in school, we're still teaching it the exact same way. We're still teaching things. We're still teaching kids and adults for that matter, as if we don't carry around the, the, the calculator in our pocket, the phone that can literally, you can point it at a sheet of math and it will solve all the math for yeah, you. Yeah, you use your camera. Yeah. It will. It, it, it takes a picture of it and 
analyzes it and gives you the answer to the math problem. That's how I got through college. Yeah, <laughs> it, that, it just we're, we're still teaching people based on that instead of having use the to use the technology. And I yeah. m- with my own kids. Uh, I, I claim it as a skill nowadays when they need to know the answer to something. They're all walking around with phones. We have computers out the ass. I probably got more computers than most people. And yeah, that's fair. None of my kids know how to Google. And I mean, know how to go, how to get on open Google or any browser of your choice for that yeah. matter and ask it a question and find the answer because the internet has all the answers nowadays. Yeah. We live in a world of misinformation. The yes. problem is, is if you don't know what you're looking for, you're going to get just a slew of but even but even the basic crazy, stuff, like, not like, even good answers to your question. But the basic stuff, like yeah. one of my kids showed me a, a fraction the other day, and one thing, it's been so many years since I've done fractions. I know yeah. fractions, but when it came to adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing fractions, there were rules. When you change the common denominator, when you swap the top and the bottom number, there's like a couple different rules, and yep. I, I don't leave space in my brain to remember those it's exact rules. Because you haven't used it since fifth grade. No, I haven't needed to. Yeah. But what I did have the ability to do was to answer the question within a couple of seconds because I just asked Google how to multiply fractions. And it pops up with an example right at the top. You don't even yeah. have to go to a web page. It yep. pops up with an example and it says, find the common denominator and do it this way. And it was like, oh, cool. And then I was able to teach my kid how to do it. Yeah. But in reality, my kid didn't need me. You didn't need me to do that. He's got access to Google. He's on an iPad. He could have easily opened a web He's, browser. Yeah, his school, typed into his Google. math is on the iPad, yeah, right? He yeah. could have typed in so how to multiply fractions. And but we're not teaching kids how to use that tool that's not going anywhere. That tool's not disappearing. Yeah. We're not teaching them how to I use it. I mean the that. world is gonna end soon, though. So well then we don't need any tools. <laughs> no, but then party I, all night. That's what I mean though, but it goes back to that self accountability, right? Like whether it's us as parents or us as teachers, at what point? At what point do you trigger that? If you don't want to use your phone, and, and, and obviously, I'm an ex- I'm a little extreme, right? That's fine. You don't want to use your phone? Fine. No dinner for you tonight. <laughs> like, because the point of technology is use it to be an expansion of you. Exactly what you Josh said. Josh got the old school. Dad, my I'm bleeding. <laughs> well, you better learn how to the tourniquet that or you're going to die. Hey. Good luck, son. Give me, give me your finger. <laughs> so, Let me break your finger. Yeah, does, yeah. It still, does your bloody, bloody whatever still hurt? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But... but I, <laughs> I would offer you that that's that's the tricky part now, right? Because I do believe in technology. Our kids should be smart enough. Exactly what you said. It's like yeah. you could be more powerful, more knowledgeable than us. We have life experience, but you can probably have more information than we do. But because they have no self-accountability, oh, well, I wasn't taught. Okay. Open yeah. Google, right? Yeah. Type it in. And they weren't taught oh. how to. We're not taught how to use Or the this bus tool. system. The bus system's another way. Well, I don't know how to get from you know from here to Temecula. Uber, call a friend, taxi, That's bus part system. Part of like, part of it goes back to exactly what you're saying is self accountability. Yeah. And I was actually talking to Carly about this the other night, and just the the sense of entitlement, the sense of right that this kind of and we've we've talked about yep. it before. This younger generation, and you know, it goes back to. Um, you know, the old adage that you and I know is steel sharpen steel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And adversity creates stronger people. That's yeah. just the way it works. Right. It if does. you've, if you've never had to use the bus system, you, you've never had to try to figure out how to yeah. use the bus system. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, it's an unknown. If you've never had to fig- figure out problems, most things have been handed to you. Yeah. You know, struggling is, is not really in your wheelhouse because you've never had to do it before. It's a skill to learn how to struggle yeah. through things. Right. Absolutely. And uh, we were talking about, and I was thinking about, just when I was 18, 19, right, and I was out there uh, mecking on, on aircraft and getting fucking angry, <laughs> right? Like, I have this memory of uh, being on night crew, and the old Block A airplanes had this huge fucking panel that went across the top of the nacelle. 
massive had like 130 screws to like tighten it down and it was basically the whole top half right so you had to line it up and it's like three and a half it's wingspan big and you're trying to line this thing up and you're also sitting on an cell 15 feet up off the ground you're trying to plant this thing over and not tilt over and i was getting fucking mad i was getting super mad and my corporal was just standing down there i'm like are you gonna fucking help me (laughs) like you see me fucking help and he's like you gotta figure it out man he was totally calm. And he let me. He let Man, I fucking yeah. raged on I was scr- I was cussing, losing my mind. And he was like, and he came up like a little bit later. He's like, hey, man, you okay? I was like, oh, I'm fucking mad, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, what if you'd have done it this way? And I was like, oh, why didn't you tell me that before? And he was like, now you know. And. Now you're going to remember. Yeah, because yeah, you'll, you'll learn you to learn now. He's like, it sucks, man, but like, you got to struggle through some of this stuff so that you really, it really sinks in. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, okay. And that's what I you're think right. the school system needs to shift to. Kind of what yeah. we're talking about, right? Is evolve, still teach them some of the basics. Like, look, guys, yeah. like, you just need to know this yep. if and when in case, and or you don't want to learn a Google. You're going to have to do it this long route, right? Yeah. To your point. Add, subtract, system. multiply, divide, yep. write the alphabet, the basics. Exactly. About a absolutely. third or fourth grade education. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. The school system needs to evolve to the point to where like, look, you don't want to do that whole common core long way. You don't. Nope. You want to resource Google or, you know, whatever browser you use. Like, why? Chat because GPT now. Here's a Correct. phone. Here's a phone. Here's an app. You're all carrying all these devices. You can all get access to these devices. And I know someone's out there with the argument of like, oh, well, the whole world doesn't have those devices. You're right, but 95% of them do, and we need to stop holding back the 95 for the five. It really needs to happen. You, the yeah. five will come along when the whole world continues to progress because they'll pull them along with them. If you, if you create more success, if you end up creating more success in people, people will pull along other people with them. Oh, for sure. And But we are stuck on this like, Oh man, I uh, the the California had that no child left behind program. I don't know yeah. if it still exists. That was the I, worst sure program does. ever to have an entire class be held behind on a topic because one you have thirty kids in a class, one or two can't keep up, and you want to pull the entire class behind so that those two can keep up. What a piss poor idea! I feel bad for those two kids. Believe me, because some yeah. of my kids struggle with with learning stuff. So I'm not like I'm I'm in that I'm in that game. I'm on that bench. Yeah, yeah, but. You're in the back, yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to get trying your to kid help to the kid. Yeah, come on, let's go. But that kid, that kid needs its own class. Yeah, yeah. He he or she needs their own class to get into where other kids are behind, so they can catch up in their own. We were just talking about this. I'm yep. I'm sort of repeating, but you know, everybody learns in a different way. Yeah. You got visual learners, you got phonetic learners, you've got people who have eidetic memories, you've got people who are dyslexic, you've got people who can't do math or reading very well, but they usually excel at the other one, whichever one they're not good at. Why, you know, kids could be like grouped into those types of classes. You want yeah. to leave no child behind, then all the dyslexic learners can be, and they can be taught by Well, that's the teacher. appropriate way to do it, it not the be. woke way. We would advance it, so right? much faster. Yeah. yeah, but it's, but instead of making like a problem, you know, people will talk about like, you know, you talk to a teacher and they go, oh, well, you're, you know, your kid's, um, you know, he's dyslexic and so he's not doing too well. Oh, okay. Well, then how do we fix that? Well, you know, he's going to have a struggle. Why is he going to have a struggle? Why isn't the program out there to teach a dyslexic kid? He's not he's not lacking brain function. He just learns different than you want to teach it. Yeah. So cool. Well, different than how she was taught to teach it. Yeah. So how so where's the teacher that knows how to teach dyslexic kids? And I gave this example like my son struggles with two plus three equals five. Yeah. But he fully understands that three plus two is five. Yep. 
good to go. Where's that teacher who is also dyslexic? Who can we well, can put him in a dyslexic class? Doesn't even need to be dyslexic, yeah. but just who knows how the dyslexia yeah. works and can teach a kid right? that way because yeah. he learns just as fast. As soon as I spent hours trying to teach him two plus three is five because that's how I know it and that's what works in my brain. Yeah. And as soon as I switched it and just changed the numbers around, he got it. Took a second. Like how I thought it would in the beginning. And it's like, oh, yeah. no. oh well, if I just teach them a little differently. We don't all learn the same. Yeah. We, do, we do not all learn. Yeah. Some people can look at something and immediately understand. Some people need to do it. The, there's the hard learners, right? I always say there's hard learners out there where like you can tell somebody that stove is hot. Don't touch it. <laughs> there are people in the world who are immediately going to go, that's hot. I ain't touching that shit. Yeah. And there's other people that walk up and go, really? And they put their hand right on it. Full-fledged, full palm on the fire. And they go, oh, shit, that's hot. My hand was burnt. Seen, there, there's a, there's a, a reel of that. And it's a mom. And she's holding a hot pan. Yes. yes. And the teenage girl comes up and she's like, it's hot. On the bottom. And she's like, no, it's hot. On the bottom. Yeah. yeah she and she keeps reaching for the bottom. Keeps reaching for the and she, It's motherfucking hot. <laughs> she fucking. And, and then the kid grabs it by the handles. And yep. Like, Jesus. I would let her grab by the bottom. Same here. Totally fine. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Obviously, that kid doesn't learn phonetically. Yeah. They need to learn by touching the hot bottom. Cool. Ooh, and oh, I would have taken hey, it. I told a, you that. You know? <laughs> and I would have taken a step further. Hands hot, drops it. Oh, so you want to throw my food in the ground now? Clean it up before you go mess your hands. You're such a drill instructor. Hey. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, life Oh, you want to do that, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> life lesson. That is kind of it, though, when you want to be a hard learner. Yeah, we, no, I, I get few, it. I have a few kids that are hard hey. learners, and my yeah. wife and I talk all the time, and yeah. she's like, oh, well, they messed it up. And I'm like, well, then they get to clean it up. Yeah. Why did, well, that, well, if they just listened, they're not going to listen. That's not how who they are. No. They're going to do it the hard way, and then yeah. they're going to clean it up afterwards. So just get used to making them clean it up. Oh, well, I just think that it doesn't matter what we think they should do. They're yeah. hard learners. If that's the way they're yeah. going to learn, you know, these kids are not two-year-olds anymore. None of my kids are. Yeah. They're all old enough to where I understand how they learn. If that's how you want to learn, then I will teach you that and, way. And my, it's my totally t- fine. My tie into that, which exactly right. What, yes, I believe what learning how your kids, knowing how your kids learn is one step. But my tie into exactly what you said would be that step further of, I don't know the true answer of how you teach self-accountability, but at least for my kids, that's the reason I do that. I'm like, okay, you want to learn your way. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The consequences of this is you got to clean it. Oh, well, I didn't know. No, no, no. You knew because I told you not to do that. Yeah. That's you how chose you teach to do self-accountability. It. Yeah. No, that's fair. Well, I try, right? Because I have to admit, I'm in a stage with my kids that it still hasn't worked completely, but they're starting to pick up on it. They're starting to like, yeah. no, you made well, that decision. Well, that's hard. That's it's why. hard as a it's hard as a parent too, especially True. absolutely for some of us that maybe control a little more than they need to, right? Yeah. And yeah. that is, uh, you don't want to watch your kids suffer. Yeah, absolutely. you don't want to watch you your don't. kids suffer. Right? Perfect example of, of of dropping whatever, right? Yep. Then the follow on is usually, well, they don't clean it how I want them to, right? It's not the right way of cleaning it, yep. and it's like. Well, then you they get to do it again. Let yeah. them figure out yeah. the right way to clean yeah. it. Then, yeah. right? It's yeah. the, it's a whole, and it's a release on you. You have to. That corporal that watched me fucking scream and curse at a fucking panel <laughs> like a child, right? Was probably like, "This kid's a fucking idiot." Most likely in his head, yeah. but was like, "But he has to figure this out." Yeah, right. My wife and I talk about all the time when she go, oh, they won't clean it the right way. Well, then they get to clean it again. Yeah. Did you tell them how to clean it the right way? Okay, you did. Did you show them how to clean it the right way? Okay, you did. 
That's their problem. Yeah. Well, they did it three times. That's their problem. They're going to do it a fourth time. They're going to do it a fourth, yeah. The Windex Windex isn't expensive. I'm not worried about it. The the washer can handle more washcloths than it. It's totally fine. I am willing to bite that bullet so my kids learn how to do it the proper way. But you have to let them do it. And it's frustrating because I hate, listen, I'm first in line to say I hate to listen, watch my kids suffer. Yeah. Because I'm good enough at most things that I could solve most problems. And I have to sit there and watch my kid do it the dumbest way possible, the hardest way possible. After I instructed them the easiest way in yep. life to do it, they don't want to listen. Then I have to step back and you have to tell yourself that like my kid's going to learn. They're going to learn. It's the same thing. Uh, I had a, uh, a guy that was um, he wanted to become a CDI. right? He wanted to get his new next qualification. And he was like, hey, like next time there's a swashblade actuator, which is a device on a, on a V22, right? Uh, next time there is one, like I need it as a sign off. So can you make sure that like I get that job? And it's like, okay. And one came up at the end of the day and I was like, okay, hey man, go ahead and swap that thing out. You know how to do it, right? Uh, you've done it with me. I'm going to let you go out there. Make sure you put it, make sure you put the plane in the right configuration and, and make sure bring your Pima, follow the steps, do all the things, right? And I'm, I remember standing in the hangar and I look out at the plane and you have to put the plane with the blades folded in, okay. right? And the, the nacelle is horizontal, right? So it's easy to spot. Like yep. You can literally go, oh, that guy's fucked up because, look, the blades are 15, 25 feet up in the air. Right? Yeah. You can see it. It's super easy. And that's exactly what happened. I, I walked out of my shop, and I looked out, and I saw his stand out there, and I saw the blade sticking straight up into, into the sky, and I was like, you're fucked. And I let him fucking take it out and come back in, and I stood at the hangar. I was like, hey, man, have you seen the other actuator? Do you know what it looks like? Because it, it's the difference between, like, uh, three and a half feet tall and about six feet tall, oh, right? Because the actuator is fully extended, uh. right? So the rod end is all the way out. Yeah. So he came back in. He comes in all happy. He did it fast. And he did. He did it fucking fast. And I was like, hey, man, oh, great job, dude. You got that thing out pretty quick. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to become a CDI. And I was like, all right. What's the first step in the Pima? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, is the aircraft in the right configuration? And he was like, well, you know, we got we to gotta do whatever we got to do to get it out. I was like, yeah, you're right. Go check out the other actuator, your new one. And it's all compressed, right? It's three and a half feet tall compared to his six foot tall. Yeah. I was like, how are you going to connect that six feet out? And he's like, oh, I'll just extend it. Oh, yeah. That's not how that works. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have seen to work that, an aircraft to know that. Seen that done, right? Uh, you can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's electrically locked. Uh, so you'd have to connect all the connectors, connect all the hydraulic lines, and then turn the aircraft on. And guess what that fucking rod end is going to do when it realizes it's in the wrong configuration? It's going to fucking shoot out to the front of the aircraft. Seen it? Fucked a bunch of stuff up. So he had to go back out. I was like, hey, man, you got to go put that back in. And he was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, yeah. Go put it back in. Put the aircraft in the right configuration. Take it back out. And hurry the fuck up. <laughs> be just as fast as you were the first time. You're supposed to be done already. So let's fucking go. But I did. I had to stand there and watch him. And it was painful. And one of the other guys was like, dude, go stop him. And I was like, nah. Well, you got to learn that lesson. He's going to know this now. He's going to know this. And I took, it. I got blasted by maintenance control. Right? The, stuff, the gunnies came out. They're like, why the fuck would you let your person do that? You knew that was wrong. And I was like, he wants to be CDI. And he needs to learn that this is, he has to follow the Pima. Yeah. We get a yep. fucking laptop. To go out there and do all this stuff, like you got to, he's got to, he's gonna figure it out. Then I got in trouble, but I don't care. I've been yelled at before. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah, he's still gonna. No, you made the right call because yeah. he's gonna learn. He'll and he did. That. He, he told me about it a couple years later. He's like, you know, that was that was a really frustrating lesson that you taught me. And I was like, 
yeah, I got taught the same fucking lesson, man. <laughs> like, that's how it works. But you know that what people don't realize, too, is that will roll into other lessons. Yeah. That will, when you talk about the uh, the kid who drops the hot pan and now has to clean up the mess. Like, it is harder only, to do that for the yeah. kids, right? And then when they clean up the mess wrong, and then they clean up the mess wrong again, and then they finally clean up the right way. But not only are they not going to touch hot pans, but in the future, they're probably going to clean messes up the right way as well. You'll get yeah. more than one lesson yeah, out of exactly. just that one one struggle. It's not like, oh, now they only know how to clean up hot messes. No, that, that mess cleanup will, will translate. He learned to the hot. Cleanup. He yeah. learned the mess. Yep. He learned the amount of time he wasted learning yep. this. And like, then he learned not to be around a parent with a hot uh, pan, so yeah. then it's give it to hot me. hot the motherfucking bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this is how and but this all this needs to translate into schools. Yeah. How no, kids sure. learn in school, how they go, how they I shouldn't you know in all fairness, I personally believe I shouldn't send my kid to school and come home and then have to sit them at the table and teach them school. For the rest of the fucking night. Yeah. I sent you that's I not, gotta figure out how to do it too. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I'm hap, I'm here to teach my kids other things. You wanna yeah. learn how since the schools won't teach too, you wanna learn how a, how a checkbook works, you wanna learn what a a checkbook yeah, financing know it. you wanna know what taxes are. <laughs> Do you want to know how to pay bills? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know how to fix the car? Like, there's there's things out there. You change a tire. There's things out there as a parent that I'm supposed to be teaching you. Um, it's adding hard, and subtracting though. is not one of them. I send yeah. you somewhere. I pay taxes, and yeah. I send you somewhere for eight hours a day to go learn how to do that and to socialize and do your thing. And if the schools, if you're coming home and you don't know how to do that, sorry, school, you're failing. I yeah, do, that's an F for the school. Well, I think it's because we've definitely hit that point where between society and schools. Just like politics, it's a big separation. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. huge separation. College is but an even, even separate separation. Way further. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. They, they need to, obviously, school systems need to realize what you said. Hey, our job is to maximize these eight hours, two hour lessons, whatever. Maximize that so they can learn something and or move in the right direction, right? Yep. They might not learn it the first time, but you're moving in the right direction. But if, yeah, if the schools is like, oh, yeah, well, you just make sure you go home and if you need help, make sure you ask your parents. It's like, what? No. So am I getting paid to be a teacher now? Yeah. Like, And I'm in, you know what? I'm, I'll throw this out there because I can, I can already hear the masses roaring. I am in no way blaming the teachers for this one. No, absolutely. I am not directly no. saying that you teachers are doing it wrong. I believe you've been handicapped. I believed as a teacher. Yeah, their hands are being you are sure. You are being tied up from being taught. I know. I know there's teachers out there who I, even with my own kids that struggle, there's teachers who can't handle it. And they're like, listen, he, this kid's out of control, can't do it, blah, blah. And then my kid goes to another teacher, and that teacher's like, no, your kid's great. Love your kid. I just had to do this differently, and he's perfect. And yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. That's not the teacher's fault. We, we shouldn't, you shouldn't be expected for every kid to march in and follow the same set of rules that every other kid follows. I mean, we're all our individual no, but That's people. what the old Rockefeller family wanted. They wanted employees that could show up on time and do their work and then go home. Yeah. We're just not Do a same. set number of tests. You can sit at a desk and figure a couple of things out, right? But you can sit there and do busy work, mm-hmm. repetitive busy work. It just doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. That's not the teachers. Teachers, your hands are tied. You, you should be teaching a classroom full of kids that you know how to teach. All the kids in your class should be structured for you as the teacher. Yeah, there's a lot of, like we were just talking about with like the different types of math that is useless, right? Like elementary school should be more focused on huge, broader terms, right? Making sure that these kids that have dyslexia can read and write and understand basic arithmetic should be elementary school. Yep. Right? And then it gets more complicated. I think it's, it's force-fed so low. And there's so much stuff that they're taught that's so fucking useless. My I took kids a world geography right now. My kids I did a world geography grade. class. We had to learn all the capitals all around the world. Mm-hmm. 
right? Which is like, okay, I mean, that's kind of, it's useful, but I don't use it in my day-to-day. It's useful in trivia. I'm just not retarded, right? <laughs> like, you see some of these videos of these kids that are like, name three countries, and they're like, London. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> What's the capital of London? Oh, uh, oh I, I don't know. Yeah, no shit, you don't know. Like, but that comes crazy. down to, I would say it goes all the way back to because they weren't in an environment that was good for them to learn. They didn't, they weren't being yeah. taught in a way where they can, everyone is, everyone learns in a way toward, if you are the visual learner and I'm going to visually teach you the capitals and the states, whether you want to learn it or not, yeah. if I'm teaching you the right way, you're going to learn it and it will sure, stick yeah. in your brain. You'll have that memory in there. You'll hold on to it. Now you can see that picture later and be like, oh, yeah, but if I'm the person who hands you the blank map and says, read that book and fill this out and that's not how you learn, well, you're probably going to mess that one up and then you're not going to retain anything because no. you definitely don't give a shit and that's not how you learn. So you're going to move on from that and then you're going to be the idiot going, London. Like, <laughs> well, that, but it also creates bad habits. Fair. It'll create bad habits. Yeah, bad habits yeah. for sure too. Because there's people out there, right? They, they'll be like, man, I don't, you know, no one, not that you got to know all the uh, capital of the states, but you always should be at least be interested in what your state does, right? Yeah. So as you grow up, because something simple like you guys mentioned, you were forced a certain way. You didn't want to learn it. So you're like, yeah, I don't care for it. You probably won't even care being interested in as an adult. I don't care for what my state does, blah, 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 because, you know, I, I hate it the way I was taught. So it's I think it's secondary tertiary effects that as you start growing up, just like good lessons will teach you multiple lessons one bad experience will trickle into other things of your yeah. life that it's going to oh, yeah. just well they, you know you learn more from, from failure than you do from success yeah. see right, I, in life i had it in high school and i won't name any names because you know i won't do that but i had a chemistry teacher okay hated this teacher okay cool guy hated him as a teacher all right uh i'm not the greatest at chemistry but i'm very good at memorizing things and i back then you know you know we were together back then I uh, I didn't I didn't do homework. I don't agree with homework. I don't think it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I won't do it. I think yeah, it's I'm a waste aware. of time. I'm ready to debate <laughs> that to the end of time. Uh, I didn't do homework. That doesn't mean I wasn't learning and doing my job. So I was in class learning, paying attention, hundred percent on all my tests through most of my career was my high school career was hundred percent through tests, ninety percent, you know, is all A's. But I didn't do the homework. Well, I had a chemistry teacher who really didn't like that I didn't do his homework. And, and still passed his tests? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100% yeah. of his tests. I smashed those tests. I could have taught people chemistry back then. I just didn't do the homework. Well, he failed me. He straight failed me after getting a 98 on his final. Failed failed the class for me. Had to repeat it. What did the school do to fix that? They put me in his class again the following year. Per his request. What? Yeah, I did his class a per second time. Per his request. Yep, he made sure that I came back to do his class and what a let me know bag. day one that looks like you'll be doing homework this year. Like that was me coming back to his class and it was like, you son of a bitch. And so I have. That's re- that uh, ego. That's just yeah, pride. It is. I have resentment. You for will that. do what I want. And it comes down to how we learn. Yeah. I don't learn any better with homework. No. I am a quick learner. I'm a quick study. I, once I got it, I've got it. I'm good to hold on. Yeah, to there's it. people don't that don't need to do yeah. their multiplication 600 times over. Yeah. But there's nope. people that do. Yes. That doesn't mean that everyone needs to do it. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. point of a test, right? Yeah, if you exactly. put up a bunch of information, then you test me on what I know. And I passed your test. Mm, great job, but you didn't do the homework. I didn't do the busy work. Your job was to teach me something and then test if I knew it. And I learned it. And you were successful, and so was I. But you want to fail me because I didn't do the busy work. That is literally minutes of my life you're just taking from me. Hours. Of what a life. waste yeah. of life. What a waste of time. And that that was an error on the school for doing that, to be like, this is how you need to did teach. Did you do his homework? Well, I think. I the, passed his class with a C. Yeah, you did. I rode that you line. You did his homework. Yeah, I rode the line. You did I his homework. But I would just say enough. you are his bitch. 
I would say the school is the one that messed, definitely messed that one up. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. They if the you school. get failed and, and there's an issue like that, you should be like, okay, different teacher. Yeah, it's just I mean, not I, the you will. I will control all of this, and you will do it how I want to do. I it. had a math teacher uh, that was same thing, super cool. Hung out in his class every day. I TA'd for him. In fact, he actually brought in a chair so I could TA, and I slept in the chair. Like that was the purpose of I could sleep because <laughs> he didn't trust. TA's doing his homework, but I just needed to be a TA to fill a period, so yeah. he was happy to oblige. I just got to sleep through his class. Could destroy that math. Mastered his math. Like Walked around most of the class time helping other kids get the math because I didn't need it. Every day he had homework, and every day that was part of your checkoff sheet. 100%, 105%, all through the class. We got in a yelling match, him and I, because just having fun with it, and I'm like, you know, he's like, you should have an A in my class. I'm like, I should have an A in your class. I have a hundred plus percent on every test. And he's like, well, if you do the homework and I fire back with, well, if you stop assigning it, you know, it goes both ways. If you're going to tell me if I just do your busy work, but if you just stop assigning it, I'd have an A like you're, you're just as responsible. So how useless is your work? If I have an A yeah, I'm not doing any of your busy work, how useless is that? We got to the point through the year where, uh, because I had early release and things like that. And his period was right before my early release where I would come in for my TA and as soon as he would get his class going with what they had to do, we would step aside at his desk and we, he would show me what, like, what we were learning that day for math. He'd give me two or three sample problems. Cool. Got it. He'd give me the classroom worksheet that I would do in the TA class by myself in the corner, turn that in. If I got good enough, like 90 plus percent when he graded, then I have to come to class that day. He'd mark me as present and I would leave earlier on early release. Jesus. That's, that was I mean, new, that's cool. That was our new agreement because I wasn't doing the homework. Yeah, I, it was very clear. He knew we had the debate. I was like, I will will not be doing your homework. I will not be doing it as long as I can pass your class with a C or better. Just doing your tests, I am not doing the homework. So, might as well save us both some time. And to be honest, because I knew what I was doing, I was a little disruptive in his class. If I didn't have anybody to help, I sure as shit was talking, making jokes, class clown. I was disruptive as hell because ruining had, it for everybody else. Yeah, for maybe the kids that needed to do the problem six hundred times. <laughs> like, let me get out of here. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do this. This is dumb. I'm already, yeah. you know. And I love learning. Yeah, I'm definitely a person who like loves to learn new things daily. Yeah, I, I want to learn new. St- I want to hear. You know, when you were doing your aircraft stuff, and like we did that drive one day, and I was reading the book. With you, so you could pass your test. I forgot what test that was, actually. Uh, I'm not even sure. We were coming back from Vegas, uh, from SHOT Show, from and you, you had a book, and you had to study for, uh, what's the, uh, the... The airframes and power plants? Yeah. Okay. MP license? Yeah. And you were like, help me with this, and I was like, you bitch, because I knew yeah, sitting there reading that stuff, I was going to start stuff. digesting the information that I was yeah. reading to you, and I'm like, I don't need any of this in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to learn this right now. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> so. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Is useless to me now too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a waste of our time. Uh, damn homework. Um, but you know, if yeah, it's just so frustrating, especially since I, you know I said I have five kids, and I can tell you that all five almost learn completely different. Yeah. You got to explain something different in a different way to all of them, and then they'll learn it. And it doesn't make them right. There's a difference between smart and intelligent. Those are two completely different things. Yeah. I agree. And when I sit around and I go, kids are stupid. That's not an insult to their intelligence. That's not an insult to who they are. You are stupid. Smart is the presence of knowledge. It's not your ability to learn. It's not. It's nothing but how much you've learned. Yeah. How much data is in your brain that you can recite back to somebody is smart. Kids are stupid. That's why they're at home till they're 18. They got to learn that the motherfucking bottom is hot. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but that doesn't mean that people aren't intelligent. The yeah. ability to learn. All my kids are intelligent as, and as intelligent as they need to be. None of them are Albert Einstein, 
but they're intelligent <laughs> enough to survive in the world. Yeah. But they're all stupid. Yeah. And that's just inexperienced. Yeah. That's a difference though, that people yeah. need to realize with children. In my opinion, this is all my opinion. I'm happy to debate it with anybody, but in my opinion, that is something that the world also doesn't embrace very well. When you walk around and you're like, nah, kids are stupid. <gasps> Don't say that. Your kids aren't stupid. Uh, yes, they are. He's four. He doesn't know shit. He can't tie his shoes. He's absolutely stupid. He might be intelligent because he might learn to tie his shoes in the first try, but he's still stupid. That is dead by textbook definition. And the faster you can realize that, the faster you can get back well, to faster just... faster people can stop being offended by yeah, that. But the faster yeah. you can start teaching your kids to not be stupid. You can actually... You're literally... Your job for 18 years is to put the smarts into them. Well, yeah. yeah. Not even just That's that. Your you job. should be a forever student, right? That term is oh, real. Yeah. You should be always learning your stuff. Otherwise, what do you... What do you you're just doing the same fucking thing you every know, day? One of the that's got to be awful. That's one of the leading causes of, um, of Alzheimer's. That the, yeah. We don't know what causes Alzheimer's, but the leading theory on what causes Alzheimer's is people stopping to learn. They get well, into their rhythm. They spend the last parts of their lives doing the exact same thing. They don't want to change, right? They don't want to learn the new phone. They don't yeah. want to learn the new TV. They don't want to set the time on the VCR. That's a good old one for you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't want to do those things, and then the brain shuts down, and Alzheimer's and dementia kicks in because we stop learning new things. Kind of like what? leaving a car sitting idle you know, for months at a time. Yep. Tires go wobbly that way, yeah. right? The hey, John, what happens to a muscle if you don't use it? It gets yeah. bigger. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's it. Damn specimens! <laughs> exactly. You, do you know who you're talking to? This lion? Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. No, but to your point, absolutely. You don't use the muscle, man. When you try to use it again, yeah. it's not going to fire the right way. It's, it's not going to yeah. beat the it's way like you need it to be productive. To get its feet yeah, absolutely. Under it again, like uh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, even to take it a step further, though, I think for our student. We've definitely also gotten to the point to where sometimes it's not just learning what you like. You also got to learn what's out there because yeah. kind of what you mentioned, right? It's, it's new. It's just new information. Okay. Well, I'm never going to read that book again, but at least I know why I'm not going to read it Yeah. because I didn't like this, like that, or, you know, to your point, Yeah. The, I like two pages. I'm going to definitely use that, but the other 50 for whatever it's not. And yeah, I think that's the other side of the forever student is when you get into that adulthood, it's not just reading and looking into what you like, right? It's like, okay, you know, I hear kids are trying this. Okay, let me read a book about it. Well, I don't like it. Not my style. Well, at least now I know. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps the <clears throat> mind going, right? Because it's not that it triggers a good curiosity. It triggers a, well, it's new to me. I, I need to know and understand why. And Yeah, and it's also good to be curious about other people's, like I, what you're saying, right? Other people's point of view. Exactly. And, yeah. You know. It, it what, feeds. What is what? I think it feeds. I think that's what. Uh, I guess what you alluded to earlier. That's how you exercise the mind. Yeah. Read. Give it something new, right? And when you give it something new, now the mind has a decision to make. Am I going to keep it? Am I not going to keep it? Yeah. It's good news. It's bad news, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. For and sure. I think that's how schools need to kind of shift that to, right? Obviously not at the level of adulthood, but all right. What is the minimum that the kids need to learn? But also, how can we keep that brain just functioning the way it should be? How is it learning something new? I just had one of my kids' current teachers just make an adjustment on the fly for that, which I was super happy about because they get sent home every day with a, with a program to do 15 minutes on every day, Monday through Thursday, because Friday they, they turn it all in, and they need to have a certain amount of time. 
Well, the teacher kept sending out emails all year. Hey, your kids, a lot of kids coming in without their time finished. Hey, a lot of kids aren't getting this time done. Like, just remember, guys, this is the 15 minutes we need every night for them to do. And in today's world, you know, gym, sports, extracurriculars, parents, multiple jobs. Like, sometimes it's hard to check to make sure they get that 15 minutes, especially at the young age. I'm talking the elementary age right now. So after the spring break, or not spring break, after the Christmas break and the new semester starts for the year, she made a change. Nope. Don't worry about it, guys. There's no more at-home work. We have moved that work to in the classroom to make sure that the kids are getting this done because that was the most important work. That was the basics. That oh. work that they were sending them home to do was like the baseline for because it is it's an adaptive system they use. So the kids do this program at home or in their hours for reading and math and it submits scores and where their weaknesses are. And then their schoolwork is tailored to where they're at in this system. Yeah. And well, the kids weren't doing the system, so they didn't know where to put them. So they went, you know what? All right, guys, we'll cancel the home thing. We're. We're gonna uh, we're gonna you know take a, a slight different direction and they'll do it here now, win the school so we can get all their accurate stuff. Excellent job, teacher. I mean, I happen like my kids were doing the stuff at home, like, yeah. but they also weren't really doing it at home. Yeah, yeah, they were sitting there for the fifteen can, minutes. Yeah, they could stare at it, do a couple <laughs> problems, no big deal. And then you go to have the meetings and like, well, your kid does really well in tests, but they're way behind on this program, like. Yeah, because they're just sitting there staring at it. So, no, I don't have time to sit there and stare at it with them. <laughs> I yeah, I can't sit there and make sure they're doing it. That's not. I don't have time for that. So, but it was a good. It was a good pivot for the for the teacher to make that change to be like, hey, we we noticed not getting it done, so we're bringing it back into school. Yes, bring it back to school. That thing that we pay for <laughs> for the kids to do for eight hours a day, where I send them to learn. Like, yes, bring yeah. their learning back in there. I, you know what? I'll tell you what. Go ahead and kill the twenty minutes of. Uh, history of jazz that you're teaching them go ahead and pull that and get them back into you know doing this really important baseline because i don't need them learning culture just yet i need them learning the baselines and they can learn culture in the middle school you can move it to there when they yeah. when they can right. learn to do things on their own a little more as the brain further develops and the kid gets older let's pull that stuff out and bring this important stuff back in and into the classroom where when the kid needs help and goes hey i don't understand how to do this Listen, teacher, I don't know how to do fraction multiplication either. I got to go learn that myself really <laughs> yeah. quick. But you do know how to do it because you teach it. Yeah. That's your job. You know, you want to learn how to make a T-shirt? Come on down. I'll show you immediately. I yeah. don't need. I don't need to Google that. You know I, I, give, I give you guys a great A for parenting. I'll give myself like a C plus based on what we're talking about. <laughs> but that's a pass. I don't know. <laughs> Both of your kids are off in college doing their thing. They are. My babies are uh, doing a lot better. Uh, you guys obviously know our aesthetic society terms. My babies are definitely awesome and above the curve. This is where me and wifey go different. Compared to me and wifey, I have my reservations. <laughs> but we'll see. Only life will tell, right? Only yeah. when they have their kids am I going to truly know what yeah. I did. No, that's, yeah, and, and, then, and that's one thing I think me and Chris talk about. We've hit it a few times, Kyle. Yeah. That I've come to realize that I really can't say and I really won't know how good of good or bad of a parent I was until they have their own kids. Yep. I and mean, I only knew that because based on my mom as well, right? Yeah. The whole saying of, hey, that's something for kids, them to understand. learn too. Yes. They absolutely. are going to learn that. You know, they have their kind of opinions, whatever that is yeah. now, yeah. but that's from, you know, a 20 year old, 22 year old lens yeah. um, with not a lot of experience, right? That doesn't have a lot of these things and hasn't learned how that's a motherfucking pan is hot on the <laughs> yeah. bottom how frustrating it can be and right and life and doing all the things and then throwing your own kids into the mix and then yeah. trying to make it work yeah it's hard no absolutely absolutely but i 
I definitely hands down. Especially with your lifestyle, right? The military lifestyle is hard. Then you throw kids into the military lifestyle mm. and dual military. Fuck, and, man. And I, and I think I you think, did a great job. I, and don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. The, the acceptance for me is the beauty. I think one of you two, you literally just said it's like, oh, that's in the past. You're right. In my mind, time now. I'm at a B plus, like that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> but moving up <laughs> compared to where you know your kids' age, and then what I was doing back then, it's like, oh man, they got an A right now. I'm, I got a C minus or a C plus type deal, right? Yeah. So, so every just like, kid's different, just like you said, though. You know? Well, true, but I, I self, I self, I, I was self self acknowledge from this perspective. It, I can't change the past. It is yeah. what it is. Like yeah, I got yeah. a C plus back there. But guess what? Learn now, history, yeah, right? and to I be learned, fair, and I think that I'm trending in the right direction. So if I had to give myself a grade, I'm definitely trending in the right. Trending direction, up, meaning a B. Now, yeah. I uh, mean, I went down to a D or F. So it's just one of those. So acknowledging that. But when your we kids did. were our kids' age, what were you doing? You were on the drill field, weren't you? Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. that's 17, 18, 20 two. hour days easily. Ah, don't be a two bitch. Jesus. <laughs> Right? No, it's twofold. Six, yeah. seven days a week most of the time, depending on where you were in we the transition. cycle. Yeah. The babies, uh the babies literally had only one of us actively engaged for close to about eight years because when I left the drill field, wifey went straight to the drill field. So yeah. we did to You flip flopped. Yeah. So for about four years she was primary, I was in the background. Like yep. you mentioned, like really couldn't teach them anything. Yeah. And then she went and then I became the primary, hence they probably don't like it that I they did skip a few dinners. I'm like, oh, you want to miss that? You ain't eating dinner tonight, kid. <laughs> that raspy <laughs> ass voice too. Whatever hey, happened oh, to uh, whatever happened to whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Yeah. Oh no, I'm a walking example of it. I'm telling you, you ask my kids, they'd be like, yeah, I remember some of those days. Those were that's right. the saying we grew up on. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. that's, that's, that's the same stronger. thing. Like I just said, steel sharpens steel. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. Adversity creates stronger, harder people. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the way it works. And that's why I, that's why I did mention. The, I didn't do it right. I got to do it again. Oh well. But that's why I did mention the very first thing I said when I started with the babies compared to society, because of the military lifestyle, because of the different cultures they see in the different states we had to move to and all yeah. that. Yeah. I do believe that they're definitely better and farther than. A lot of kids are in society. Right? I know they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no As no, having yeah. trained some kids, right, that showed up and yeah. these motherfuckers didn't know how to do their own goddamn laundry. And it's like, what? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't, know. Know, you don't know what a washing machine is? Yeah. Well, I know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, go put your fucking clothes in it then, yeah. stinky. So, yeah, right? absolutely. Like, yep. No, 100%. Yeah. Your kids. Saying. Yeah. Every And that's the thing, kind of realizing that and seeing. The difference is huge. And kids will kids will get older too and realize yeah. like because they're in the hardship time right now where oh life yeah. was terrible. But when they look back and realize, yeah, I was doing my laundry at eight years old. Oh, were you? That's a skill. We well, know eighteen year olds that can't I do the laundry. Exactly. You never. You'll look back at that and think that oh I, oh, I can't believe I was doing my own laundry. No, good thing you were because that's a life skill that you'll never forget. Thing. And your kids yep. will probably do their laundry at seven years old because you're gonna really appreciate that skill that you had. And when it comes time to wash your kids' laundry, be like. Son, I was doing this at eight. You can do it at seven. See, the problem with that, though, is that not everyone has that mindset, right? Most people have that, well, my parents forced me to do my laundry when I was eight, so I'm not going to do that to my kids. And then you get 18-year-olds who don't want to do their fucking laundry. Yeah, there but is the opposite. That's exactly yeah. what's that's where half, we are is that's what's your happening. Half glass empty if, there's, half if there's a better way of doing it, and so I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but if there's a better way of doing it, I think that's when you should have that mindset, right? Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. forced me to do it this you way. They took me... 20 minutes to do i'm gonna teach them the Sorry. same lesson but my kids only gonna have to do it in 10 absolutely pivot like yeah yeah don't force them to do that the way you were taught 
But yes, just because you were forced and you're not going to, and the only reason it's, well, I'm not going to, then understand the type of human being you're going to raise in the world. Yeah. Just yeah, acknowledge that because, again, technology and knowledge has gotten better, so that it's okay yep. to pivot. But if the only reason, I guess, you know, for us, we grew up in the military, it's, well, we've always done it that way. That is not a good reason to keep doing it. Yeah. Just because mm -hmm. it's been done like that, right? Question it for the right reason. Same concept as a parent. You know what? I was forced to do it. This is what I learned from it. Is there a better way to teach it? There isn't. Then you might want to teach them the same lesson. Yeah, yeah. Because you obviously learned something from it. It's it's an interesting concept, too, because when you see 18, 19-year-old kids, right? If you compare the 18, 19-year-old that goes to college compared to the 18 or 19-year-old that goes into the military, any branch, doesn't really matter. Yep. The difference in life skills is astronomical. Yep. You yeah. know? That, that's where the old, like, uh, should everyone serve in the military? I, you know what? Uh, being forced to leave my house and leave, you know, leave the teat and go be in North Carolina on my own in a barracks room. Yeah, I learned a fuck ton. Yeah. And no, I, I think it was the biggest stage of growth for me yeah. as, as a man and as, a, as my own person was being forced to do it on my own, right? That, yeah. Like, that's huge. I, I think everybody should do that. Maybe not military service, but something. No, like, I got gotta it. get off I the got team. it. We're going to program ChatGPT to tell which kids should be forced into the military because they're not learning life skills on their own. I don't know about that. That goes down a gnarly road. We're there. just going to edit the ASVAB. That's all. We're going to edit that thing to weed out who must go in. Oh, congratulations. You're going. What? Hey. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm, hey, I'm no, on, chat GPT the says AI you got says it. you are. I am on board with that. Yes, everyone should definitely serve some time on there. It's, something. Yeah. They, something. We'll give you 30 seconds to choose a branch. <laughs> <laughs> Make it quick. Or, or, you know, you can make it one of those tests where you just put a little plane, a boat, something, and then a box of crayons. Whichever one they pick, you yeah. know, you're going to know. Be like, oh, that guy's special right there. Don't forget the foil hat. There's a foil hat branch now. <laughs> oh, True. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Space Force. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a conversation after half another day, but man, it's, they're doing a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of folks don't realize that. The old that. Space Force? Force? Yeah. Tons. Yeah. That's they, a whole section of the sky that was not monitored. And that's what uh, I, you and I have had this conversation. Like, to compare the Marine Corps or the Army to one of these other branches, it's just, it's not the same no, it's not. mission. It's not the nice. same. You pulled two out mindset. and left the other ones to, to yeah, be yeah. on their own. <laughs> <laughs> the Navy's the Navy. You go, you're going to go play on boats. I don't really, if that's the lifestyle that you like. There's people that do that, right? The Marines uh, need a ride. Yeah, you know, exactly. My ass rides in Navy equipment. That's that's what that means. I think yeah. the the ultimate the ultimate thing, I think what makes us the greatest fighting force is just that it's we all bring something to the table. Yeah. As if we were all exactly yeah, joking, the same. Joking, joking to the yeah. side, right? You guys already know where I stand it with all my other services, my sister services. We at grounds for a reason. John's a on, big proponent of the National Guard. You should hear him talk about them. He loves the no, National Guard. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Joking to the side, when you look at our our missions, our lanes, and how when we come together, that's why we are the, we obviously call ourselves the uh, greatest force, but it's military-wise, man, when we're firing in all pistons the right way and we're all doing our now, lanes. The American war machine is, is unstoppable. Yeah. The real because American war machine. Yeah, yeah, because of that. Because as as much as we joke with each other, bro, them lanes that we have, it's 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 like no other. Oh, because yeah. yeah, you're right. Other countries 
all their militaries or sections are like very similar and it's like okay we don't do that's not my job oh you need a ride on the funny side yeah i do need a ride yeah but it's not my lane right mob i have a different yeah. job and yeah. when we're fine job is to give me a ride my yeah. yeah. job is to do what i gotta do in a kitchen. right yeah. so i think that's the biggest so, so from being in two different branches right the the difference in mindset is is fucking massive right the marine corps is shut the fuck up and get it done and air force is that is, that is not the mindset right like it's just a totally different mindset to compare the two doesn't make any sense no We'll always have those internal jokes, right? And yeah, I think yeah. that's what makes us that humor that society doesn't understand is what brings us the services together. Yeah. Right. And I think people say, well, do you need it? We do need it because when we're in uncomfortable situations, the one thing you always fall back to is that dark humor, that connection that, hey, man, I might be afraid, but we're laughing right now. Right. We're making fun of each other. So. Something I don't understand and anyone would understand unless once we serve. Is it needed? I don't know, right? I'd like to say that it is because, yes, when you find yourself in those moments of, man, this sucks or like, I don't want to be here. Those jokes, those funny moments, us making fun of each other, it's what we remember. We forget about the stuff we don't want to, i.e., I don't want to remember how much time I spent away from my kids. I'd rather remember... The jokes and the stuff that we did while we were in the field or in deployment or something, and that's what keeps us connected. Yeah, essence. no, it's it's yeah. The Marine Corps mindset is uh, holistically different, um, right? Like working on aircraft and being in QA, like the QA process is go out the fucking window when the mission needs to get done, right? <laughs> I've used my body as a crane to drop a generator in with a cargo strap on top of a stand behind an aircraft to lower it in, right? Like, there's just things that you do. You do what you have to do, right? The Air Force, like, you not why a they thing. invented safety briefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The Marine Corps is why they invented safety Absolutely. briefs. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But, yeah, the Air Force, you know, as that was in the reserves, right? So I didn't get to see a lot of the active, like, how the active guys do their stuff. But it's it's just... When I did get activated and when I did do stuff, it's just not the same. It's just a different mindset. And uh, I actually went to an NCO seminar for the Air Force, and that okay. was that's a whole different conversation. We can't even really get into that. But one of them, one of the guys had had that comment. He's like, why are we not at the same standards as, as some of the other branches? Why, why is our PT standards low? Like, why is it not the same? And the instructor didn't really have a good, like, well, you know, uh, well... You know, the, the Marines, they do the way that they do their business. Just That's how they do business. And it was like, no, that that's exactly the answer. You're just kind of being a bitch about it. Yeah. You're not a Marine. Yeah. We're if you wanted to go do that, if you want to go fuck around in the dirt, go yeah. fuck around in the dirt. That's it. It's just that simple. That's what they do. That's what Marines do. That's what the Army does. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, that's the lifestyle you're going to live. Go live that life. But the guy running satellite missions and doing physics and all this stuff, he doesn't need to be playing around in the dirt. No. Yeah, that's, not, that's not his shit. No. Right? Like, because I need him to reality. concentrate yeah. on that satellite. I need him to concentrate on those dots in the screen. Exactly. So when it makes it down to us that are rolling in the dirt, uh -huh. we are, again, that oil machine. Oh, yep. that data's accurate. Capable of working. It's my job to take that data yeah. and do, absolutely, right? Yep. It's, Everyone yes. doing their own job. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't He wasn't trying to figure out how to get Excel to work. You know what I mean? He's past that. Yeah. Right? Like, he's, like, well past that. <laughs> yeah. 
So Absolutely. yeah, no, it makes complete sense, and it's it's yeah, it's just a different different mindset, you know. Definitely is, man. All right, well, let's wrap it up for this week. This was a fun squirrel episode. We yeah, started we with, started with basic Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland into some Chat GPT, into some school, into some kids, into yeah. some military life, some parenting and, uh, in there. Yeah, you know, everyone who's listening out there, if you're in the military, thank you for your service, uh, regardless of how little or much you do in there. We appreciate it. <laughs> whatever uh, branch that is. Yeah, whatever branch you're in, you know, we appreciate you all the same. Uh, to all the parents out there in the world, hey man, just keep doing parent things. If there was a book on parenting, trust me, we'd all be reading it. Oh, but there's yes. not because there there's isn't. no right way to I do mean, it. I mean, there is. Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep on doing your thing. Ask Teachers- Chat GPT about it. <laughs> See what it says. <laughs> Teachers out there in the world, keep doing your thing. Hopefully the system improves one day with enough talk about it. You know, you guys can actually teach kids the way they need to be taught. And, uh, you know, and if you are... Uh, if you spend your life uh, looking for monsters in your closet, you should probably be looking for Frank. That's more realistic. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, which he should be back now. Especially because he's should, back in the country. Yeah. So He should be back into town now, too. Yeah. So nice. uh, we'll up. have him on next weekend, which would be great. We'll have the full squad back up for another for episode 19. And uh, sorry for the break, everyone, but we're back and we'll uh, we'll keep the good times coming. So uh, stay happy, stay healthy, stay thick and sexy. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you later. Thank you.